Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. It is January 2nd, 2022. We made it. Um, we're a little late on this, but uh, we are going to knock out the December game, the last game of 2021. Uh, this is my game, Thumper. Uh, I'm your host, Marcus, and joining me today, as always, are the homies. First up, we have Greg. What's going on? Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year's. Uh, and last but not least, we have the homie, Dante. New Year, new me. Um, as you may uh, realize, we are missing someone, Trevor. Um it actually today he had his second kid born today, his second daughter, so he was not able to join us. And uh, uh, I think he said he's going to take a break too. You know, dealing with the just getting you know adjusted to having a second kid. You know, uh, uh, in in his life in his house. So uh, we are going to hold down the fort uh, without him. Uh, we might have some uh, recurring or some new guests. In the meantime, but um, it'll just be the three of us for the uh, time being. So, uh, um, yeah, if, you, if you're if you homies with Trevor or anything, just reach out and just, you know, uh, I guess shoot some uh, congratulations his way. Because, like I said, he just had his second daughter born today. So, we're very happy for him. But you're not here for that. You're here for this uh, this game, Thumper. And this is my game for the month of December. So, I will kick us off. Um Thumper is a rhythm game developed and published by Drool. Drool is a two-man collaboration consisting of Mark Fleury, the programmer of the game, and Brian Gibson, the bassist for Lightning Bolt, who composed the music and created the artwork for the game. Um, As far as I could tell, this was their first and only game, though Fleury is a co-organizer for monthly Seoul Indie Meetups and Busan Indie Connect, Korea's Indie Game Festival, and Gibson has worked on as an artist for Amplitude, Guitar Hero, and Rock Band. Um, the game runs on a proprietary engine of Flurry's design and has been ported to many platforms, including VR support. Uh, the game was praised for its rejection of the object-oriented program- programming paradigm in favor of a procedural programming approach. Much of the game's code was organized via a small handful of large files, some of which reached 6,000 lines of C++ code. Um, the object of Thumper is to guide a beetle-like creature in third person. What's up, Dante? I was going to say I would fire this man immediately. just Because of the of... way he developed the game? Yeah, that sounds like you don't want to do that. That's bad to have thou- multi-thousand lines of... There Generally a... speaking, there's some, there's some situations where you'd want that, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm not an expert programmer, but that you would fail every single interview. If there was a <laughs> reason why um, I let me see if I can I, I'll keep going, but there was a reason why because I looked into it because I knew that was going to be something that um, would have maybe rustled your jimmies, <laughs> and I was just um, curious why, but I, I didn't dig too too deep into it. It's been a while, like I said, it's been a while since I had played this game. Um, a couple weeks because I beat it pretty early, so I hadn't really thought about this game. Um, not in a bad way, though. Uh, but anyways, um, the objective of Thumper is to guide a beetle-like creature in third person along a single or multi-lane track through a series of unnerving worlds at extremely fast speeds. The player must press a button to hit highlighted notes on the track in time with the background music, which corresponds to a time signature related to the level number. Um, it goes from a 
quarter time or one fourth time signature all the way up to a nine eighths time signature. The player must hit these notes on beat with the music while also embracing, uh, excuse me, while also bracing against obstacles, turning against curved walls, jumping over spikes and defeating enemies. Each level is broken into segments and after each segment, the player is given a score and rating showing how well they did. The beetle can take one hit, a misturn or crashing into an object, and at certain places it regains its shield if it is lost. However, if it takes a second hit without its shield in place, the beetle is destroyed and the segment starts over again. The player can repeat the segment as many times as necessary to beat the level. Uh, Thumper was originally shown at the Experimental Game Workshop during the 2015 uh, Game Developers Conference. It was released in October 2016 on Windows and PS4 with optional VR support for Oculus, HTC Vive, and PlayStation VR. It was later released on Switch and Xbox One in 2017, iOS and Oculus Go in 2018, and Android, Oculus Quest, and Stadia in 2019. And that is my intro what did you guys? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I couldn't imagine playing this game in VR. I would. I really want to. I I read a couple of reviews, um, uh, and they they actually spoke about the VR. And um, uh, one of the main things is there's like a lack of. I think they said visual variation to distinguish levels from each other. And um, I think they said there was a couple of times where. Um, the background, let's see, what did it say? It kind of disappears in the distance. Um, so it, it kind of takes you out of the uh, experience if you're looking at the scenes, kind of. As the resident VR expert on um, the panel, I expert. have played this on... Expert. I have played this on VR, like, maybe two, three years ago. Oh, how was it? Um, so I was messing around with my friend's VR, PSVR, and I convinced him to download the game just because I had heard so much about it. I played it, and it seemed cool at the time, but it was just like the demo, so I guess like 1-1 to maybe like 110 or whatever it was. And it seemed cool enough, but I don't know. I feel like I would have had to get got further into the experience to really... Say have a true the... true feelings about it exactly gotcha well um what did you guys end up playing this on so i i played this on pc same yeah i played on pc pc and i'm assuming you all use gamepad as well yeah yep okay cool cool um so i chose this game one this has been a game that i've been interested in playing for a a, a long time actually um uh, when I first heard about it, it um, was through Bombcast. I think it was Alex Navarro was a huge fan of um, this game. And um, I think I'm coming to realize that him and I have very similar tastes in games. Um, I found that out in January for our next game. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I knew... Um, have you guys... Do you guys still listen to the... Um, what's their new podcast? Next Slander? Yeah, did you guys listen to the Game of the Year stuff? Yeah, they actually brought up Thumper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was listening to it this past week, and they what they kind of did is they were like, we want to talk about our experience, you know, talking about games and Game of the Year stuff, and they talked about um, 
previous years, their top tens and everything. And he brought up Thumper as one of his games and was talking about it and, and everything. And hearing him talk about it, he's like, this is still a game that I visit, you know, uh, you know, this game has been out for five years at this point. And he said, it's still a game that I regularly visit. And he also said something along the lines of, he thinks this is the best music game he's ever played. And I think I'm like kind of I'm kind of close to that. I don't think it's the best music game, but it like I wanted to play a music game, so this was like something that I wanted you guys to play too. And um, so I'm glad we we got it on. And that was basically I, I just wanted us to play. Um, I know we I feel like this year we have been playing a couple of music games between like uh, Ape Out to an extent and No Straight Roads and Cadence of Hyrule. So we've had a couple of uh music games but i felt like this is like more the most traditional in a weird sense does that do you think so dante <laughs> where like you kind of have a note highway <laughs> mm. i'll allow it okay um that that's the kind of what my thought process is i wanted to play something that was a little bit more of a traditional music game and then also i just whenever i looked at screenshots of this game and just like I remember him saying that the music in this game, it ripped, or, or, or however he says it, but um, I always thought the screenshots were very striking and kind of reminded me of... Uh, um, so, I never played Panzer Dragoon, but um, it reminded me kind of of like the artwork of like how that game looks, like the, the creatures... And then the game that I always played uh, that I loved growing up was um, Biohazard Battle on Sega. And I really thought, like, it, it, it the, the creatures in that game made me think of... Or the, the, the creatures in this game made me think of that game. And that was, like, one of my favorite games to play when I was growing up. Um, so, yeah, it was just... So you were of, a Resident Evil fan? No! <laughs> Biohazard, Biohazard Battle. No, no. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, it was just kind of like, uh, kind of scratching some nostalgia itches for me personally. Um, but I'm glad you guys played along and, uh, allowed me to do this. Um, so, uh, do you guys have any, have you guys had any experience playing this game before? I know you, you talked, touched on playing it in VR, but did you play it after that Dante or was this your first time like actually playing the game? No, this is my first time actually playing the game this time. Gotcha. And well, what about you, Greg? Um, I just heard him talk about it on the Bombcat. Cool, cool. So this is this is one of those rare games that everybody kind of went in this tight unseen or with little experience to it, so I can take it. So <sighs> let's get into it. So um, the game, it starts off, um, it's like you, you get a just a brief tutorial and it, it kind of just explains like, Okay, here's how you you um, activate a note, I guess you could say. Um, here's how you, what is it, uh, grind the walls or avoid hitting the walls. Um, you're, you're basically, you're a beetle, like I said before. You're going down a highway, and um, it's a very, like, horror, like, alien, like, how would you describe the aesthetic of this game? It's very, like surreal yeah well i was gonna say futuristic but i guess that's not even like describing it. i guess it kind of gives you future slash maybe it's not neon but what what color palette or texture would you link to the game marcus 
Hmm. So, it's, I know you said color palette, but like color wise, it's like silver and reds and purples and blues. Um, it's like, it's very futuristic kind of color scheme. I, I feel like but it's, it's also super dark. That's the thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's uh, like, there's a lot of like gross like, kind of horror kind of elements in this. There's, like, tentacles and, like, appendages, like, insect-style appendages and, like, spikes. And everything is very, like, sharp and jagged and looks, like, dangerous. There, There's nothing about this that is, like, oh, that looks safe and cuddly and I want to touch that. Like, everything looks like it would hurt. <laughs> and then you couple that with you're a like a scarab beetle or just some type of beetle that's going at absurd speeds down a note highway. And like it, when I first played this game, it it gave me the sensation, especially like right when you get up to a boss where you're like going up a roller coaster and you're like, you know, you know, when you, when you strap into a roller coaster and then it takes off and then you just go up the, long slow descent or ascent up to the top and then it it goes when it goes over that's what this game feels like all the time and when you hit the turns it's like damn near like when you're in a roller coaster and your body is just like just slamming into like that. that's how I felt playing this game where like I was like really into it and I also really really like appreciated the name of the game Thumper because like it it goes, <laughs> it goes. Um, it, it just has like a ridiculous sense of speed, and everything like uh, the 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 look of the game, and then the just the music of the game. I feel like accentuates that, and like it 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 all feels seamless. Personally, uh, what do you, what do you guys think of like the the look and feel of the game? I'll start with you, Greg. Uh, I liked it. I think um, the the first few levels I feel like are pretty good, uh, and I like how as you bring that add on to it, the further you get into the game, me like that's when it gets crazy as far as like eat at which like yeah, you gotta mean different obstacles. Um, but yeah, first impressions. Uh, I really How about you, Dante. Um, I thought it was pretty good overall, but somewhat repetitive i guess would be my okay i can see that i can see that so um kind of kind of going back a little bit so the game kind of starts off and it just is a a a nice introduction and just kind of explains like here's how you hit a note and it's super simple it's super like easy to follow along and then, um, then you're in it, and then you're in the game. And the, the way the the levels are set up is you play like level one, and it has it like think of like Mario, how you're playing one 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 two one three. So you're they call it I don't know why they call it level one, but technically I guess you could say it's world one or whatever. But each level has multiple segments, and each of them are labeled you know one 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 two one three or whatever, all the way up to how many ever. I, I, Usually, I would say most worlds have, or most levels have at least 20, 
15 to 20 segments. Some are much longer, some are short, around that um, length. And um, it's just little segments or chunks of the level. And um, it's really cool because it's very seamless. Um, You can go from one world, as soon as you beat it, you get your score... And as soon as the score goes away, bam, you're in the next level. So it's like there's no like loading or anything. It's just constantly going. Um, so it does it does make it feel like it's just like a almost like a roller coaster, almost uh, personally. And then um, the a cool thing that they they do they allow is that for you. Um, and this is at the end. So you you get your ranking. On a level, so um, I hate I hate rankings as I've mentioned before. But you know, you get like C, B, A, S, and I was because it's me. I was going for S ranks, so they have an easy way for you to quick restart a level if you uh, so wish to, or if you mess up or you know took a hit or whatever, you um, can restart. But it's very much like a music game where you're keeping a combo. They have. Um, uh, perfect turns so like uh when you're when you're heading towards a wall um i guess technically the, the way the game is set up is that you shield to hit a note you hit a button uh, the x button or whatever button to hit a note and to turn you hit that same button and you just hit the direction that the turn is the left or right um so you can always hit the button um you can hit the shield button as soon as you are as early as you want to. You don't have to time it or anything, but you get bonus points or you get that perfect turn uh, bonus for doing it on time at the right time. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, those are the first two things that they kind of teach you in the game. And then as the uh, game progresses, they start adding on more and more things. So like they start introducing multiple lanes. So now instead of it being just one highway you're going down, you can shift left, right and go across multiple lanes. They introduce jumping over spikes. They introduce um, uh, rings that you can hit for um, getting additional points. They introduce like, uh, little roadblocks that you have to shield up so then that way you can destroy them uh, or you can get past them. So they start like stacking things on. And so I, I feel like at the very beginning of the game, it's just kind of layering and getting you acclimated to the game. So the first world is just like, okay, it's just um, just teaching you the basics. The second world, they, inc- they introduce jumping. The third world, they introduce uh, uh, like when you jump and if you press down like to jump you hit up and then um you can hold the jump button and you stay up in the air and then you can um hit down on a new note and then it does a slam attack which shoots like a projectile out and um so they introduce that the fourth world adds the lane changes fifth world adds these insta kill rings so they just keep adding things on um i think up until the six the sixth world from the six on six seven eight they just Everything is added together, you know, everything has come together, and now it's just ratcheting up the tension and speeding it up and speeding it up and speeding it up. So, um, I rambled. I'm sorry. Um, But, uh, I, I really, really, really liked how they got you used to a certain gameplay mechanic in one world, 
and they only introduce one and then this you know like you get used to that then they start adding on second one in the second world um i wish that there wasn't so many levels so then that way you can kind of get to the things a little bit quicker because i do agree with dante that the game kind of ran a little bit long but i really really like how they introduced uh each of the gameplay elements or mechanics um how did you feel like uh how did you like or dislike how they were introduced greg I think the way that they went, like, I thought that was fine. Uh, I would probably say, yeah, like you're, like you're saying, it's just the amount of levels because it can kind of get a little monotonous. And the other thing, too, is I feel like there's not enough variation. Well, I don't know. Maybe w- what I'm asking for is probably not the game, but, like, as far as, like, the music. I mean, there's, like, a little bit of variation because of, like, how fast it goes and then um, obstacles you go so you basically saying like you enjoy the gameplay parts, but it's the music that kind of got monotonous yeah, for you. I'm, I guess I'm thinking that when I think of music games, you know, obviously like I'm thinking of like a more traditional experience than like rhythm games. I guess you know this isn't that's not that type of experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about you, Dante? With the gameplay elements, Greg, I thought I was going to be the only one. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's not like Every a track sounds the exact same. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Um, basically, uh, the way the game is set up is you have this, like, uh, industrial kind of drumming going on in the background. It's like these dramatic kind of, like, war drums and, like, industrial noise and, like, some wailings. And then the... Things that you're doing, the hitting the notepads, the the hitting the turns, the hitting the rings, the hitting the road bumps, everything that you're doing is creating the additional elements, the 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 tinks and the clinks and the clunks and all these other things. So like you are the one that essentially is like adding the flavor to the the, the music. The issue is that I feel like because I agree with you guys. I think the issue that the three of us have is that I could listen to track 1-1, track 1-8, track 3-8, track 4-8-5, and like, they all sound the same. Because the background, like the only thing that changes, as far as I could tell, was the time signature. So like I said, like the, the, the amount of things going on speeds up so like your the music gets sped up but like it still sounds the same it has the same elements has the same sound effects and so it does get a, a very monotonous um i think this is definitely like one of those when you when you said that you played like the demo dante i feel like this is the type of game that you show a friend cuz i was thinking about this like i would show a friend this and say this game is really cool but this is not one of those games where I feel like you should like just sit down and try to knock it out in an afternoon or even in a week. I feel like this is a game where you like maybe play for like an hour, maybe come back in a week. I, I agree with that, but at the same time, the way things ramp up in this game, true, I don't know. Like, it's almost not viable in some way. Like, I guess I'll do my full disclosure. This is the first game I've been on a podcast for that I have not completed. What? What? How far did you get? I think I got to World 5 or 6. Just just the drive was not there? 
it was not there. <laughs> not with this one. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> no, it doesn't. It also, like... <laughs> it really isn't normally, but... I don't know if I was playing it wrong, but... It was hard for me to progress, I'm not gonna lie. It was like... I've played a lot of difficult games, and... I mean, I could have just kept slogging through every single level by level, but... I was try- tired of like retrying every single level like two times just to get through it. What were you having issues with? I guess the game. I don't know what to say. Like, was I, I was it just was what I'm trying to ask is like was there a specific mechanic or element that you were having issues with? I did feel like I was playing it wrong sometimes. To be honest, because some of the things like when you're there be okay. Here's a specific example. You're making a left turn or whatever, and then immediately you have one of those blue hoops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could not figure out for the life of me how to connect those. Even, like, I would do redo the level, like, seven times. I'm like, I know I need to hit up immediately after this turn, but there is no amount of speed I can hit up to actually get the bug to go in the air and actually hit the thing. And then my other... I don't want to get into critiques just yet. We'll wait for that, but... Okay, okay. Um, so I don't know exactly the part you're talking about, but there are um, hoops and and things, and those aren't necessary to hit in order to get... I, I don't think you were going for 100%. I think you were just trying to beat the level. But those well, hoops aren't necessary for you. Like They just add to your score. But if you don't get them, they're going to break your combo. And if you break not your combo, you're not... Sure, sure, sure. Um, so the thing that I ran into, the issue I ran into is like, I would be hitting a series of hoops, hit a turn, and then my bug would hit the ground and I would miss all the next batch of hoops. And I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to stay in the air. I Googled how to do it and you have to hit a perfect turn. And so there is a hidden level of depth to this game that... I had to seek out because I was like, I am feeling this game and I'll be uh, full disclosure. I S ranked this entire game. <laughs> so like I was, I was in it for this game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I do like have critiques about it, but that was something that I really, really like. Cause I, I feel like this is one of those games that you, you get out what you put in. So very much like fighting games uh not saying this is a fighting game but like if you put the time into like improve and like kind of figure out the intricacies of the game then you will do better at you will be a better player at this game and so like i um that was one of the things there was another section too where i was like um there was one level i think it was like nine three or nine eight that was like notorious that people were having or excuse me eight eight three or eight nine that people said it was like notorious for being a difficult level where you had to like perfectly hit everything and it was like there there were a lot of levels where like i restarted not because i was having difficulty with the level but because i was missing something and it was ruining my score and then um 
because uh, I I went in thinking like, oh, the only way to S rank every this a level is to hit everything, but that's not the case. So like, there was many times where I broke a combo, but I you know because I missed a hoop or whatever, and I still was able to S rank it because of the multiplier I had. Eighty uh, percent of the level, you know, got me a high enough score or whatever. So. That that's why I was asking you, Dante, because I was like, "Are you restarting because of rank reasons, or because there was a specific thing that you were having difficulty with?" Because like the hoop things, you can you can miss hella hoops and still S rank levels, and like it doesn't sound like that's what you were trying to do as S rank. So I, I mean, like, I was trying to S rank, it didn't happen. Like <laughs> World Five, I think I almost got a C on every single. Oh, the insta kill rings. Well, the insta-kill, they weren't even those. They were, I was just talking about, like, the fly rings where you have to hit up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Off of, an, like, an immediate I, turn. I think we we talk about this every now and then, but I would really, really, really love to watch you play this game, and vice versa. Like, if you're down to, we, we, we should we should, we should hit the sticks after, after this episode. <laughs> because I'm really interested to see, like, what you're having to... Because I, like... I, I don't think this game is particular, like, it's not hard to, like, I, I, like, that's the thing is, like, I'm like, Dante's having issues, like, I just want to see what it is particularly, because it, it doesn't sound like you were dying, it just sounds like you weren't getting as high. No, I was super dying, like, I that's kind of why I quit, I yeah. just, like, I don't want to do each one of these levels three times, uh, and when I say level, I mean, like, segment, <laughs> yeah, like, it literally took me like an hour and a half probably to get through level five just because I kept dying. <laughs> I um, I died a lot too, but what I I had to just grind through it. Like eventually, like if I got to a spot where I was just stuck and like I just kept dying, I would just be like, All right, I'm turning this off. Though. Yeah, like I I don't remember where it really got hard for me, but it had to be like around like somewhere around there. It was like I'll just hit a specific sequence and die. I I think there's I think that happens because I remember like messaging you guys when I was playing and I was like I S ranked um, the first two levels and then I S ranked the third level and then I was like oh like this game is I'm gonna S rank this whole game. I got to the fourth one and I remember messaging you guys. I was like yo, it took me two and a half hours to just like I I, I put I've played this game for four hours or something like that three hours. I beat the first three worlds. It took me two and a half hours just to do the fourth one. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to S rank this game. And then from then on, I just went through the game and just tried to do as best I could. And then I think I saw something that said like the only way to S rank a level is to S rank the entire, like all the segments to the level. And you, it's not like you can just be like, okay, well I beat level one and I beat all 28 segments. Oh, I didn't S rank, you know, segment 21. Let me just replay that one. No, you have to like redo the entire game over again. So like I basically, I played this game like one and a half times. And so I got like very like into like doing what you had to do in this game. And um, I didn't realize that you could, one of the things I didn't realize is you could like leave. Like I, I the way I had been playing was like, oh, I'm playing this level. I got to beat this level before I like get out of this game. Oh no. I didn't know that you could like, <laughs> so like when I, like I was in it because it's like, okay, if I'm starting up level four, I need to beat all 25 segments or not turn off my PC if I have to go somewhere. 
And so, like, I was, like, sitting there at some points, you know, an hour, two hours, two and a half hours. Like, it's crazy. I have to beat this thing. So, like, <laughs> and then I when I found out you like, could leave, when I found out you could leave, I was like, oh, this is easy. This is easy. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, so, like, I love difficult games. I love challenging games. I love music games. I've beaten Through the Fire and the Flames on Expert, which is one of those things that, like, you know, but not you a lot of people. It though? <laughs> I did not 100% through the Same. Fire and the Flames. I, I got through it twice. Got through it twice. I never got through it, so you, you got me beat. But, okay. I guess we're going to go into it. So, I do not like this as a music game. Like, I did not feel any tie to the music specifically because of this reason and i've been thinking about it a lot so you hear the things that are being placed on the track in front of you and it kind of depending on the noise you kind of know what's coming up Mm -hmm. but you're hearing that seconds before it actually comes into play so when you're actually doing it it's not really synced with the actual music itself it's almost like it's like not a lag, but it's like a um you you don't feel like you're the person making the sounds. Yeah, I I don't feel like I'm the person making the sounds or it's tied to the sounds. For me, I almost felt like I'd be better off playing it without music in some ways. But the thing the all the other thing is, not only is there that delay that you're accounting for, so it's here like I hear the doot doot doot, so I know I'm gonna have to hold A for three and then I'm gonna hear the slide noise, so I know I'm gonna have to hold left or hold right. But as I'm actually executing those button presses, more musical cues are coming in. And maybe it's something with my brain where I can't asynchronize myself or what. But, like, I just, I did not enjoy that at all. It sounds like you were listening to the audio prompts and not the audio cue or the, the visual cues. I mean, the visual cue. The thing is, the visual cues are too fast, and the game is too fast to like really register that stuff, in my opinion. So, like, when I was trying to figure out, like, you'd have some of those left turns, you'd have some of those right turns, but literally, there would be situations where they put two of them back to back, and I'm like, literally, how am I supposed to react to this without knowing? Are you talking about like? For the turns in particular, or like... Yeah, like, some of the turns, like, there was one where it'd be, like, left, right, then AAA, and I'm like, okay, how was I supposed to know about that second turn, aside from, like, I guess they made the slide noise, or whatever you want to call it, but, like, visually, there is no way I could have known that was coming up. So... You can see it sometimes. I mean... You can see it sometimes, but it gets really fast, and, like, maybe my reaction times aren't as good as I think they are, but I, I, I agree with you. I, I think I saw, so I, I didn't, I'm a visual person. I'm not an audio person. So when I think back to my time playing this game, the things that I think about is every time I hit a hoop and every time I hit a perfect turn, there's a specific audio cue that happens. And so like, for me, when I was playing, that's what I was listening for as the the feedback that I did the thing that I needed to do perfectly or like, uh, you know, it's like 
so that's what I was listening to. I wasn't listening to the audio cues to let me know what was what was coming up. There was something that I read somewhere, and I'm trying to find it because I know I saw this online. But there's along the highway uh, of there is um, like a neon blue like lights or it's like lights. And I I think I read somewhere that when things are coming up, the lights there's some visual like cue like a color happens that tells you oh this is going to be a turn versus something else but i cannot find that comment so i'm wondering if it was just somebody making stuff up or not but i thought that was a thing um but yeah yeah, like i i never focused on the the audio of this thing is about to happen i was definitely uh trying to take all the visual cues so like when you were talking about things happening so fast I agree to an extent, but I felt that the harshest when you were in tunnel levels, when you literally like the your your field of vision was already cut down. So like yeah, that that specifically, I was talking about where they have like the left and rights in the tunnel, and it's just yeah. Like, where, sometimes like, they come like right back to <laughs> back, yep, and I'm like, yep. how and would like, I how know? The hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the visual cue for like the tunnel turns is like you'll see it slightly veer off and then like you out, you only have to hit the direction once you get into like where the turn gone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's the ones where it's like you you do a a sharp right, a sharp left immediately after getting out of the uh, the right hand, you know, like where it's just yeah, like Yeah, like immediately like back to back. Yeah. yeah, like there was a couple of levels like I I would say Dante later on there is some levels where you're doing like left right left right like and it's in a tunnel and it's just back to back to back to back. And like those, those ones, like th- there was a comment that I, you know how like I am and I read Metacritic reviews and everything. And there was something that somebody had said uh, along the lines of like this game, I, it felt less like a music game and more like a memorization game. And yep. I think that that was a valid critique of this game. I think, um, Depending on how you are when you play this game, I, I feel like for me, I was trying to take the audio cues to the best of my ability. Um, but I will say that there are, you know, like sometimes where it's just like I literally had to tell myself, okay, it's right, right, left, or you know, something like that. Because I restarted this level like four times, and I had to like I kept missing this last part. And so there's there's a couple times, even like when bosses, and this was mostly me when I was trying to S rank things. It was less when I was like trying to beat things. Um, but, uh, I, I do, I did agree with that critique that this game required some memorization and less about like being reactive because things happen so quickly that you don't really, it's unrealistic to expect everybody to be able to react to the the window they give you. So I do have a question. Did you guys use, um, analog stick or D-pad? Uh, D-pad. Hmm. Because I was, I kept shifting between the two, and I'm like, there's probably an ideal one, but I just don't know which one it is. Because I feel like when I use the D-pad, I could never hit the, I don't know if it was the turns or the ups, and then the other one was the opposite way around, where I could hit, like, one axis, but the other axis I kept messing up. The real question is, did you guys use bumpers or face buttons? Face buttons. Face buttons. Bumpers. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I used uh, I think it was like R one for hitting, and then I used the D pad, and I guess what you said, Greg, you used face buttons and the j- joystick, and Dante switched 
back and forth between D-pad and joystick and face buttons. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I, I think I, I'm really interested to watch you play Dante. I don't. I don't think I'm. It's not going to be like Sekiro where I'm going to be like, "Hey, just do this thing," and it's going to make everything that makes sense. I'm just more so curious. Like I, I've been wanting to watch somebody play this game, and like if you say you're struggling, then I'm just interested to see like what exactly it is you're struggling with. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I dig it, man. I dig this game. <laughs> I it, it was it was very funny because like I. I read a lot of just like random people reviews on stuff. And there were some people that were so like such assholes about this game and just like, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pull them up now. Um, uh, where, like, I, I don't dislike the game, but like I, listening to like how Alex Navarro was talking about it. Like he made it sound like it was, you know, just like this. He made it sound like a transcendental experience. Yeah. Guys, like, guys, it's a, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, you know. But I'm like, were you guys, were you guys in the right mindset to enjoy this game? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but were you in the right mindset? Like, were you, were you guys like vibing? Oh, like were you guys, you know, like, on do the- I need rooms for this? Is that what? Why I'm not? Is <laughs> can I tell you something? Go ahead. I play this game after eating an edible, and that's when it really hit. <laughs> that's when it really hit. Like, I mean, I like I played the game initially. I did I did the first two levels, and I it, it hooked me, and I was just like, "Yo, I'm enjoying this game." And it was like at that point, no shade. It was like it was easy the first two to me, and then like I think I played the third one, and I was just like, "Let me let me let me try this thing," and so I did, and. I think I played for the most part the rest of the game that way, and um, yeah, man, it's just a different experience. <laughs> like the music still like is monotonous, but like I, I don't think you need to do anything in order to like get in the vibe of this game. Um, I I do think this is like like what we kind of said earlier. I think it is one of those games where it's just like this is like a you show this to somebody and they think it's cool and you convince them to buy it and then they they can enjoy it, but like maybe they only play like the first couple of levels and then they're just like, okay, that's enough of that game. And which is completely fine. I don't think that uh, everybody has to like play this game to completion. Cause I don't think it's for everybody, but I do think it is something that everybody should experience. If that makes any sense. Cause it is definitely like, unlike anything else that I've ever played in a good way. The, <laughs> uh, I was about to say, looking at the steam achievements, a lot of people didn't finish this game. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think this game is forgiving. Um, I think the Steve achievements are basically, uh, I think there's 16 or something. It's like beat, yeah. beat, uh, world one through eight. And then the others are beat or S rank worlds one through eight. So I think that's basically it for the achievements. Yep. I just, I don't know. Like I, I'm not going to be a negative Nancy. I'm not going to be that guy on Metacritic. But there was just so much that I... I don't even say I wanted from the game. I just... Okay. Checklist of things. And you can say if I'm whack or not for expected. Like, I wanted a music game. Or, like, some type of rhythm game. I really didn't feel like that game provided it to me. And when Alex was talking about it on the Next Lander podcast. And he's like, 
this is the best music game or rhythm game of all time. I'm just like, and I don't even know if I'd call this a rhythm game. And like, so, so I I don't disagree to an extent. Like I I think it depends on what you want to get out of it. You mm-hmm. know, like I I feel like I play rock band and DJ Hero because I want to listen to these specific songs. And well, go ahead. I was gonna say that brings me to point number two. With it being a music game, I expected at least some variety in the music, and that was also definitely not fulfilled by this game for me personally. Mm-hmm. So, and then I guess my third quote unquote nail in the coffin for me was just everything kind of blended together, and like they do add mechanics in worlds one through four. But it always felt like I was kind of doing the same thing, so I never... I, I got bored with this game very early. Like, I'd say an hour and a half in, I kind of, I was kind of like, I've seen everything. everything, and I don't... Like, I don't want to say I wasn't going to change my mind at that point, but there was no new mechanic or no variation that was doing anything to get the game out of that low point for me. Gotcha. It's it's a really weird and fine line because how long to beat has this game as an eight hour game, and I, to an extent, I'm like, that's a perfectly reasonable amount of time, but also, like, I felt like this game could have been shorter, more condensed, but it's weird because you're playing this game in condensed segments, so it's like, what exactly could have happened, like. They just take out more levels, you think? Like, yeah. yeah. Think. Like, Each world could have been half as long. Yeah, like some of the worlds had like twenty. Like, I don't want to say like 20 close to thirty levels. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think for the most part, they were between eighteen and thirty, fifteen and thirty, or something like that. Um, and I and I agree because it wasn't like. I would say the first five worlds were the ones, the first five levels are the ones where they added the different mechanics. Here's, here's, you know, here's how you jump, here's how you shoot, here's lane changes, kill rings. I feel like maybe if they introduced them sooner and then that way, because it, it feels like the back, the last three worlds, it's just, it just speeds up. So you, they're not adding any new elements. They're just combining them in different ways. And so, like, that's the real meat and potatoes of the game where it's like, here are all the things you can do, and we mashed them, and we threw them all together. Now experience this going super fast. And, like, they could have kept that segment, but kind of sped up how quickly you get to that point. I I feel like would have been better. Um, I also, um, it's weird because I don't think the bosses and sub-bosses in this game, like, I, I like them. They're they're visually interesting and, and it's cool, but like it doesn't. It, it they feel like weird. Uh, I, they I don't know. It, it feels like it kind of breaks up like the monotony of the game in one side, but it's also just kind of like they're they're not like the rest of the game at all. Because you're you're. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was saying so. Like the way you fight a sub boss and a boss is like. 
um, you just do like a section or like a um, you ba- basically they take four hits and you have to do a section of a level and it, you have to hit it 100% perfectly and hit the last note, which is a glowing green note that will do a t- do an attack on the boss. And you have to do that four times. And if you miss a section within a if you miss a note within a section, it whites out all the other notes and you have to redo the whole thing again. So you still get the practice and the reps in of like seeing what it is you have to do. But when you hit that last note, it's going to be white instead of green. So then you're not going to be able to do any damage. Um, I wish there was either more parts of the game that were like that, or they did a better job of like implementing everything into a boss. Cause it felt like when you were playing the bosses on the, um, it felt like they were like, here, like, oh, we taught you how to jump, so like this boss is just gonna focus on jumping, and like it, it was just kind of like the whole world, the whole level, is designed around teaching me this new mechanic or making me, you know, uh, hammer home how to do this new mechanic. I don't think the boss needs to do that too. Like, the, let the boss do something different. Does that make sense? Kinda, but I guess the only thing I would uh, like. I think if they would have added more to that, they would have just like alienated people even more, I think. Probably. Probably. But I get where you're coming from, though, because, yeah, it, it would be nice if there was... But, I mean, essentially, when you get to a boss, you're literally just doing the same things you did before, but yeah. you just can't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just like, I, maybe that's the thing. It's like... Instead of having a level to teach you the thing, have the sub-boss teach you it. And then from there, you have a couple levels where you fine-tune it. Then you have a boss. And maybe that's how they could have sped up the game or like gotten you to the end game quicker or something. Um, going back a little bit on one of your critiques too, Dante, when you were talking about the music, I think that this game is more of a like vibe and like... Like I said, I, I would I go to Rock Band, DJ Hero, and those type of games, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, to listen to the music and like experience the music. It's a little bit different with Sayonara, Wild Hearts, because it is probably a little bit more like uh, less of a more like this game than I feel like the others are. I guess. Um, but would you uh, would you listen to this in your car? Would you listen to this running on a treadmill? <laughs> well, one, this game thumps. <laughs> Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And like that, it's a weird thing because like I said, like I couldn't tell you the difference between world, you know, level one music versus level nine music, except for it's faster because it all sounds the same. And, but I, I still like the music. If that makes like, do you not like the music at all? I personally do not. It it was fine for me. Like I, I wouldn't like, say like I liked it that much, but like, I guess the reason why I played like music and rhythm games is just kind of like the mechanics themselves and then like good music is just kind of like icing on top i guess like i come to it for like was it like is there like good note charts or is it like interesting mechanics if i find songs i like then i like them but yeah i don't want to say i dislike it but like what he's saying like the music is the parts of the level being constructed it feels like i don't i guess there's that kind of I'll say subliminal. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a um, that background noise hum or whatever you want to call it, and then everything else is do 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 do. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and it's, that's the entire game from at least from my experience playing one through five. I think. How is I'm I'm not I'm not arguing. 
How is that any different than Ape Out? Ape Out had some variety, I'd like to say. It, it, it did. It did. Like, the, the background track was different. And they, they gave you, you know, depending on the world, they gave you different sound effects. But it's the same thing. Like, I like the Ape Out music. I'm not going to run to Ape Out. I'm not going to listen to Ape Out in my car. You know? I, mm, I feel like I would download the Ape Out soundtrack. I'm trying to think about like the variety between the different levels, and maybe that's like a big part of it. But the the background music itself in Ape Out was good, yeah. And then yeah. the like onomatopoeias, the sound effects on top of that, added another layer to it. Whereas here, I feel like the background music part is almost I don't say non-existent, but it just didn't do much for me. Yeah. And then I was so stressed out by all of the quote unquote layering that was happening. Yeah. And I, in those sounds, like, you know, granted, in Ape Out, they never change, but, like, I don't know. There's, like, four different sound effects, maybe. There's the barriers you have to break through by going straight. There's the ones in the air. There's the left and right. And I feel like there might be, like, one or two more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like both the music in this game and the music in Ape Out, and I... To me, I wouldn't listen to either of them. I, I, the background or backing of this is, like I said, it's like industrial. It's like those war drums. There's a little bit of like horns, and it, it's it's very like ambient in a way where I feel like at least in Ape Out, they were like, we're gonna have a backing track, and like in Ape Out too, the the different worlds had different styles of jazz. So when you're in the office building, that style of jazz is going to be completely different, and you're gonna it's going to break up the monotony when then when you're in the uh, the jungle or like that that uh, forest area. So this game, for whatever reason, they decided, well, we're gonna have this one look, and we're gonna have this same backing track throughout the game, and the only variation in it, again is just the time and signature that it's it's you're listening to it in. But like all the little tinks and clunks and thumps and everything that you're hearing are all going to be the same in one one as they are in eight sixteen or whatever, which is, in I guess for you guys or you Dante in particular like to the game's detriment. Like, do you think that if it was maybe it maybe not make it a better game, but you would be more interested in finishing it? I guess if it. Mm. Because that doesn't I, seem like it solves the problem that you have with the game. Yeah, my number one problem is it just it's repetitive in a way that like I don't think we've played a more repetitive game than this. That's fair. I don't disagree with and that. And I guess repetitiveness is something that you know people are fine with it. For me personally though, it like can kind of irk me and I just I think the repetitiveness on top of like the roadblocks I was running into specifically were like my biggest turnoffs. And then the music wasn't compelling me to stay on top of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's fair. That's very valid. That being said, I completely understand why certain people would like this game. I, I, yeah, like I, it like I can understand Alex liking it. I don't necessarily think this is the best music game I've ever played, but it was very fun. And I personally, the thing that I really, really enjoyed about it is the, for lack of a better word, hidden depth. 
where like I was thinking you guys would have came in here and been like this game was really easy and this and this and I couldn't you know but like instead it's like which is completely fine like oh like I didn't particularly like how repetitive or how this game sounded or I didn't really finish it or whatever um uh just to throw it in because I almost forgot Trevor had said he enjoyed playing Thumper the latter half actually felt more like a rhythm game than the front half, which I do agree with. He said, I wish there were more instances where you can get into a flow state over a longer period of time rather than the short challenging levels. So that was his little add-on. There was, um, uh, I was trying to read some of the Metacritic reviews. This game only has uh, about 11 negative reviews. It has like an 8.1 on Metacritic. And it, uh, <clears throat> for user and 85 for the critic reviews, but one of my favorite, I like reading the negative reviews. Um, tell me how close this sounds, or do you agree with this, Dante? It says, boredom and disappointment. This person gave it a three. Boredom and disappointment. I don't see why others, users or critics, give Thumper such a highly rated score. In the game, you play this gray space beetle cruising down a track. Granted, from an audio-visual perspective, the game is interesting and scored points on that angle. Yet, after 10 to 15 minutes, gameplay becomes excessively boring. Push buttons and drift around corners. Seems like the d- developers are influenced by F-Zero, so some credit for gameplay should be given there. However, all things con- considered, Thumper just becomes too boring too quickly. I would have... I guess fleshed out the why it was boring, but that was pretty much verbatim what I was thinking mm-hmm. in my, my mm-hmm. head. <laughs> uh, I just, um, I just want to read. This was person gave it a six, and this will be the last thing I read. Uh, Thumper's gameplay we describe as one word grueling. The word spe- this person was like, they, I think they were in their feelings and also wanted you to know that they are cool. Uh, Thumper's gameplay can be described with one word, grueling. The word specifically packs a lot of punch because it is one of the difficulty settings in Shrek the Third on PS2. This is by far the most hardcore and frustrating video game in my entire library. It conveys the idea of rhythm violence exceptionally, but new concepts are constantly being introduced with every sub-level. Thus, the game becomes less about timing notes and more about memorizing when they'll appear. One specific sub-level on level 8 forced me to pull out my pen and paper in order to write down the exact timing so I could get an S rank. But with me being very skilled at rhythm games, player unfamiliar with the genre will struggle to keep up past level 3. Only if you are a rhythm god will you have a chance of fully completing this game. And even so, you should buy it on Steam because it's cheaper there. Okay, three (laughs) things about that review. (laughs) Three things about that review. I would have left out the Shrek part. Right. This is, just, this is my editor. Like, you just you didn't need to bring up Shrek there. Um, I don't think it is the hardest rhythm game because I have a problem calling it a rhythm game. And then, what was... Could you reread that pen and paper part? It said uh, one specifically... Oh, okay, so it says... This is a long sentence. It conveys the idea of rhythm violence exceptionally, but new concepts are constantly being introduced with every sub-level. Thus, the game becomes less about timing notes and more about memorizing when they'll appear. One specific sub-level in level 8 forced me to pull out my pen and paper in order to write down the exact timing so I could get an S rank, but with me being very skilled at video or at rhythm games... Yeah, okay, you can stop there. It was me, comma, me being very skilled at... Nah, bro, you don't need to say that. Only if you are a rhythm god will you have a chance of fully completing this game. <laughs> so I hate to break it to you, Dante. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, I was so excited, too, because um, this is a... It's not meant to be a brag, but it is kind of a humble brag. I got a new TV that does a whole 120 hertz thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at this. Thumper at 120. I'm just going to... It's going to be so buttery smooth. How could I miss a corner ever? And you missed all of them. <laughs> I missed all the corners. Gotcha. <laughs> To the point where I started, I'm like, maybe it's h- harder at 120 hertz. Maybe maybe it's just too fast. Maybe the sense of speed is just too good. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, I really, really dug this game. Um, I really enjoyed the depth that it had. Like I said, they um, with the scoring system and everything, because uh, there is a, when you beat, um, they have like the online leaderboard, so you can see where you sit amongst your friends um, uh, worldwide, so those things are always pretty competitive. And this is one of those games where as soon as you beat the level, you can see where you rank amongst your friends and amongst your, you know, everybody else has ever played this. And it's, it's really cool to see that. Um, there was little things that I, I noticed like, um, or like depth things where, um, like the perfect turn, like I told you guys earlier, where that, helps you get those uh, hoops when they're after turns. There's another thing with the, um, the little stomp attack that you have where when you have a, when you do a stomp attack, when you can, it um, kind of like in rock band where you build that overdrive meter, there's a little, um, it highlights a note further up in advance and you get a huge uh, score bonus when you hit that. Um, you also like little things too. Like you go faster the more things you hit. So like it behooves you to try to hit as much things as possible because then you're just flying down the the, the highway. Um, what else? Those are the only ones I can think of. Like it's been I haven't played this game in like a couple of weeks now, but best believe I was in it when I was in it, um, and now I'm on the other side. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Thumper, any questions, any comments, any last minute? No? Any complaints? Any more complaints? No, not really. I mean, I think I kind of said what the game, but all in all, I mean, like, I liked it, you know, long and drawn out. You did finish it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you guys recommend this game to other people, or would you like... No. E- okay. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe... I would say go watch a YouTube video to get an idea. Like if you look at that and you're like, oh yeah, that my interest is peaked, then I was like, I don't think I could recommend it to In good faith. (laughs) Save yourself. Yeah, like if there was a like I'm gonna say demo version of it, but like a if I could just get the first two and a half worlds worth of levels. I would have gotten my fix and walked away somewhat satisfied. I think you. I. I, I don't know. I, I think you definitely do need to see the end stuff, though. Not. Not like. I think. I think the end stuff is where the game, like the rubber hits the road, kind of. Like I think it's. I don't think like it's. It's just cool to have everything all all together. Is what I'm trying to say. Because I so feel pretty like much this, this is um. This is the musical equivalent of the MMO dilemma. Oh, you just had to get through the first 90 hours of Oh, content. no, 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 no. Not saying that at all, because this game is not 90 hours long. But I, I think I, I, I agree with your criticism that the game ran a little long and repetitive. And I think the fix to that would have been for them to shorten it. But I think it is like it 
is more fun in the back half of the game because like Trevor said, it does feel more like a rhythm game because you're doing more things. Um, so that's back- all fair. And I just want to, I guess, emphasize that my criticisms were not to explicitly say that this game is bad for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> it was just bad for me. Gotcha. So, um, Greg, great game, great experience. I'd say good game. Good game, good experience. All right. Dante. I'm going to play the fifth. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel qualified to talk about this game. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it broke me. (laughs) I don't know. So this is what it's like. So this is what you feel like when you pick Sekiro and Ninja Gaiden... This is what you feel like? Maybe that's what you're feeling now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry, man. I'll never do it again. <laughs> um, I will say great game, pretty good experience. Um, I I enjoyed this game. It was, it was very fun for me. Um, I definitely think this is a game I would recommend to people. I wouldn't say like, you need to buy the game. Like, you just come over to my crib. You know, we can play it. I can show it to you. Get um, some edibles. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I was just saying, like, you know, like you you literally did say all that. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say like no. But what I'm saying is, it was fun. I enjoyed it pre that too. Before that, <laughs> I was already feeling the game. <laughs> it was just you know to, to to heighten the experience. I was like. I want to I want to go into Navarro mode, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that that stumper man, that stumper. Um, pretty short. Uh, where can people find you at, Trevor? Not just playing. Uh, I had that written down. Um, you can find Trevor at what is his what is his Twitch? Um, lyric unsung. Lyric unsung. Yes, and all all actually actually that's all his social. Uh, stuff. I don't know if he's going to be streaming because I'm assuming he'll be playing a lot of um, uh, uh, baby simulator. Switch, switch. Well, I was going to say switch stuff. Actually, he did tell me that uh, his other daughter. Because uh, there's a game that we had talked about earlier, but um, his daughter had been playing unpacking. She she watched him play it, and she'd been wanting to play it. So he's been watching her play unpacking. He says she throws everything on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where can people find you at, Greg? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boombox Hero. Oh. What you streaming? Uh, man, I haven't streamed in like two weeks, but it was just Street Fighter. I, mean, uh, I, I said I was going to stream some Yakuza, so uh, it'll probably be Street Fighter. I've been doing um, uh, the cat fights, betting on those, and they have a oh, they have a character that's basically that's dressed up, and she's just like, oh, is this the Laura of the game? <laughs> <laughs> like she has like the green and uh yellow like bikini thong situation uh i think her name is like francisca or something like that but i was just like oh like this is i guess they japan was going through a time and <laughs> they were like let's all brown girls look like this <laughs> um so street fighter and maybe potentially some yakuza what about you dante where can people find you People can find me at twitch.tv slash awakencloud, and I'm streaming, let's see, the big two right now, I guess three really, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, 
Metroid Dread. I might be finishing that up tonight, potentially. And an indie game called Unsighted, which is kind of like a spiritual successor to Hyper Light Drifter that I'm liking more than Hyper Light Drifter. Another game we covered on this podcast. Speaking of games that we cover on this podcast, um, like I said, it's 2022. Uh, beginning of this year, we started posting our, you know, our annual um, rankings. So uh, I know that this episode will, I mean, you may see it before this episode comes out, but we have um, included both the this game, uh, Thumper, and last month's game, No, uh, no Straight Roads. But... Um, yeah, be on the lookout for those. I think so far, two Trevor's and Greg's has been posted. Mine will be probably posted tomorrow, and I need to get your list, Dante. You so disrespect can... Sekiro too much. Hey, what? <laughs> you didn't disrespect Thumper, so... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but be on the lookout for those. Those are always really fun to do. We can. It's basically, you know, like us recapping and basically highlighting. Not highlighting, but like just like, you know, we all have our own different tastes in games so regardless of if you love Sekiro or it is your least favorite game of 2021 um we all we respect everybody's opinions here and (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) and this is the opportunity for you to see how your um tastes line up with ours so yeah um uh so you know hop on uh, the facebook and give it a check and you can find it at facebook.com slash miss checkpoints and you can find me on facebook at potato salad and i've been playing a lot of yakuza zero lately um i'm prepping for next for next month i had this past week off and i've been playing that game heavy so um uh i will probably just be on steam just just grinding away at that game so um yeah uh hit me up I had a couple people say, uh, message me and said, yo, that game is really good. <laughs> While I was playing it, they hit me up on Discord. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm feeling it. So, um, Which, yeah. it's kind of unfortunate for the people that are going to listen to it in um, January. But they actually, as of, I think, December 31st, removed Yakuza 0 and Yakuza 1 from Game Pass. So, you will have to buy it if you do if you want to get in. Well, I mean, this is too late too, but there's been a Steam sale and it ends on the 5th. So mm-hmm. all of the games from the Yakuza uh, series are on sale at the moment. Um, but obviously it'll be too late. If you're hearing this, it's too late. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, well, do you guys have any other things? All right. Well, with that, we're missed checkpoints and we're out. Peace.